वेलकम बैक टू द स्पिन जोन एनी गेस इज क्रिस्टोफर वॉकिन Dude so you know you're welcome back. Huh? It's been going on since episode 2. <laughs> yeah. You know you just assumed that they're going to be like you're always welcome back. Anybody. If I don't know. If you're new welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Dude to be fair I feel like we have a very dedicated audience. Yeah yeah. Like the few who listen and they believe me there are very few. The very few yeah. <laughs> the ones who listen like really God listen. damn it they listen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah yeah. I mean even I'm not those few because yeah. I I just not enough because then I'm like fuck I'm going to meet them again. <laughs> I want to listen yeah. to them. Actually yeah. We have to break out of the friend circle. No. <laughs> no as in, in the viewership. That's even yeah. the YouTube. Oh, okay. yeah, even yeah, YouTube yeah. you know starts counting actually properly after 300 seriously yeah yeah there used to be this thing where when you uploaded a video to youtube mm. um and it started to get views you would notice a lot of the videos are stuck at 300 301 302 303 the reason is because at 300 they stop updating the uh, the view meter and they start uh, rechecking if the likes are if the views are legit Oh. And the reason why they pick 300 is because they consider 300 and above to be the number where now people outside who you know are watching the video. Oh. It has gone outside your circle now. That yes. makes so much sense. Yeah. Wow. And 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 then so theoretically you should stop at 300. So then the second fascinating phenomena is that when it's 301, 302, 303, it means actually at the legit same time three of them uh, cross the finish line in over the limit. So they're all counted. That's why it's never exactly 300. Oh yeah wow. if the video really blows up it will be 302 303 yeah. yeah so we really need to get out of our friends yeah, yeah that's yeah. what you meant hmm hey bhai do you want to introduce our special guest today oh I yeah the obligatory fuck that bitch ah. as matthew yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, let's do some housekeeping. <laughs> so like, you know, finances are good, uh, Matthew sucks. <laughs> also, uh two two episodes in a row of fuck Parth. Yeah. Wow, this Parth and Matthew learn, you know, nicely they're going and having coffee and all meanwhile <laughs> putting in the grind. But luckily, luckily we made some free agent signings. <laughs> we have him for loan for this episode and that's uh, Mr. C. <laughs> I'm here to do the job. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get you to finish line. <laughs> Mr. C the Pum, pum, pum. What is that? The product manager. Pum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pumming. I'm doing the pumming life. <laughs> pum life. Last night I was working till 9 a.m. So oh, I oh, 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 damn. That's oh. pum life. That's pum. Last night yeah. till 9 a.m. Damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If this release doesn't go out, everything is cancelled. <laughs> yeah, great to have you here, Mr. C. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Good to be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> And also, hopefully, you guys, if Parth can. Uh, Here us. No, hear us and set up the spins on Instagram. That'll be great. <laughs> We have. I'm prepared on that. Huh. One second, wait. Huh. I gave him an advance payment huh. to set up my personal Instagram and handle it. Your huh. money's gone. It's been a month. Your money's gone. This is a rare bad investment, Mr. C. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. is a really bad investment. Yeah, but that's why I gave him only half. No, he'll <laughs> he'll get it done. When? This is another question. Which basically means your money's gone. Yeah. So what do interest I could have got on it? It's just gone. It's just gone. 
See, Path borrowed my laundry basket, okay? <laughs> Last week, in the weekend. Okay. I asked him every day, can I have it back? He's like, yeah, I'll give. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think every week. It's still not with me. There's a pile of clothes in my room. <laughs> So that has become a basket now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm telling you, when you tell Paz you've paid him half, like, where's the work? He'll behave like you are, like, sitting on his throat at that <laughs> moment. So, yeah, best luck getting your money back. <laughs> yeah, either you're going to get the money back or the work, anyone. Unlikely you're going to get either, but we can all hope. Yeah, I mean, every weekend I've told, let's do, yeah, 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 bro, 100% afternoon. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, he's sales head. He'll sell you anything. <laughs> Yeah, he sold me the vision. Hmm. The execution on no operations <laughs> team. They are missing. Telling you know, sales is that man. He can uphold the entire sales division of a company by himself. Fuck, when you both talk, then that means some sales residence will happen. Like, who's out-sailing each other? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be the first to buy? There's <laughs> <laughs> no buying. Only selling. selling. <laughs> Target audience, zero. <laughs> Growth, 100%. 100%. <laughs> All charts are only looking up because they're all starting at zero. <laughs> I mean, you were talking about, uh, I think, I don't know, uh, in one of the episodes about huh. prostitution. Huh. And you can't sell, but you can buy. Or yes, buy. yes, yes, yes. That's the, <laughs> the opposite. This is the opposite. Here, he's just going to sell. Nobody will buy. <laughs> but God damn it, he'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, is, this is the start of every MLM scheme. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is selling. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what were we talking about before we did the uh, Mr. C's introduction? Oh, shit. What were we talking about? Uh, there was something. Christopher Walken. No, no. Before that. Before you did the intro. Before? Oh, you're talking about uh, urban poverty. No, no, no. <laughs> the, yeah. We were discussing it like right here. Real life. No. 9 a.m. release. Like we started the podcast, uh-huh. we were discussing some stuff and then we decided to stop to introduce Mr. C. Oh, okay. What I totally we, forgot. What that were we talking we're, about? I thought you we were talking about Partha and Nitin not being... No, that was after that no, introduction. Was after. Just before that we were discussing something. Oh, 300 views, YouTube. Oh, yeah. Outside ah, of audience. Outside yeah, yeah, how to reach. Ah. Yo, so you know what? I've hmm. actually been like uh, looking up like how a lot of these guys like blew up, these uh-huh. podcasters. I feel like they all blew up for stuff apart from podcasting and then this is like an easy way for them to like make content now. You know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah, like uh, there's the Sidemen and then there's mm. uh, even Logan Paul's thing that impulsive. Yeah. And then there's another, yeah. And then there's another <laughs> one where there's, there's like this bunch of three, four guys mm. who have like some insanely famous people on for some reason. Mm-hmm. And they were, I think they're a very MMA centric kind of podcast. Okay. Like I keep seeing their shorts on YouTube. Like I don't remember their name. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm. something, it was, something was there, bro. Fuck, I don't remember what it was. Hmm. But like when I, I was like, wow, these guys are huge. And then when I looked into them like a little bit more, they were also those people who made fa- made it famous on YouTube for their prank videos. Oh. And now I feel like now that they're in the game, this is an easy way for them to keep spinning out content. Even Pardon My Take is part of Barstool Sports, which has its own thing going on. It's a blog and a content creation place. Yeah. Uh, and then... And they also have ins with ESPN and all that. Joe Rogan, Tom mm-hmm. Segura, and Christina P are comedians. Mm-hmm. So when their comedy gigs reach reach new audience and sell out and all that, their podcast gets more listens. Yeah, hmm. I feel like the only way for us like really break out of that is hmm. to start like 
doing video along with the podcast hmm. like just recording this video yeah. and making like shorts out of it because i feel like that's the thing that youtube is really pushing now yeah see we definitely have to play the algorithm more hmm. i also as the editor need to figure out like apparently to get better on the algorithm you should uh, mark segments in your podcast hmm. which i haven't figured out yet the spotify thing the spotify, spotify thing when you upload it on spot or whatever it is wherever you upload i don't know on youtube also you can do segments uh, youtube also now you can do segments can, yeah. yeah but i feel like doing audio seo is very very difficult to be honest it's just time consuming because you have to listen and i suppose find where is a segment okay this segment ends here put that in the thing probably just have a click when you study hmm. a new topic no that but will become too f- like it needs to be organic it will feel like Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, but I understand. When I'm on when I'm on Spotify and I'm listening to a podcast, mm. no, most people don't have like sections that I can just jump to. No, it's there in the audio uh, podcast description. Mm. Usually there's like timestamps. Oh. Yeah, for like pardon my take whenever Monday by Monday all the NFL games will be over for that week. Mm. So they'll do like a recap and all the games will be marked timestamp so you can go oh. and listen to what they thought about that game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Does that go to the marketing side or the editor side? The, the, the editor, editor the will have to do it, but then yeah. the creative person will have to come up with a copy for it. So then they'll okay. they'll probably just get the timestamp and write whatever they want. So it's never going to happen from part. You'll have to take it up. That, anyways, I'm doing. I'm writing okay. the copy and all, and I just have to start figuring out the segment part of it. Yo, what yeah. happened to that video that uh, the, the, your team members? We have it. It's just when the Instagram is ready, we can post it. <laughs> Why don't we just make the Instagram? I've already made it. I told Pat to just log in, set up 2FA and just follow a bunch of people, mm. get it a little bit active and then yeah. post it. Mm. And he I'm waiting on that. <laughs> he said yes to that also. Yeah, yeah he said yeah, I mean we are circling back to the same conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fuck it, there's no point. Uh, okay, anyways, just just another thought. Mm. Why can't you post shots of just your everyday life or doing some random shit also? Takes effort, bro. Mm. Just wear a GoPro and walk around. Oh, actually, one thing we could talk about. Have you heard of this new social media thing called Be Real? Yeah, I've heard no, of that. No, what is that? Oh, it's mad. Yeah, it's yeah. this thing where I think like at any point you can send a notification to your friends and everybody has 30 seconds to just post a video of exactly where they are. Oh, wait, I don't, I don't think it's that. It's like uh, Be Real decides a particular time of day uh. and they'll give you a notification and you have two minutes to, uh. to post. Oh wow! Yeah. I thought it was like you can send your friends a notification, mm. and then they have to post what they're doing in the next thirty seconds. Uh, I don't think so because how would they? I think Be Real only decides, and they send you a notification. It can be ra- it's uh, what they mention is that it's not random. We are putting some thought into what time of day we decided to be. Yeah. How they do it across regions and times I don't know, but that's what it is. So you only get one post a day, and only once in a day you have a feed. And then you can consume that feed throughout the day at whatever pace you want. That's so. But cool. once you finish, you're done. There's nothing else on your app, and also there's no celebrities. Like you only, I mean, there isn't like a discover feed. Mm, it's okay. whoever you follow. That's it. If I follow only you, every day when Beeril uh, or, or only the both of you, if Beeril puts notification, I'll post my thing. I'll open it. I only see uh, Mr. C and Z. That's it. I won't see anybody else. Nice. And it's and it's supposed to and the, their motivation is that it's authentic. It's yeah. you only have two minutes. You can't prepare a whole skit now. You just post what you're doing right at that time. That's all. I mean, you can keep some things prepared. But yeah, yeah. you could prepare something. Yeah, maybe then that'll be some. Inter- I was thinking maybe what if yeah. a content creator figures out how to keep something ready. Yeah. And then he does it, and then maybe that's a new type of content creation. Yeah. Like a two-minute spontaneous skitting, and you know. Yeah. Or 
I don't know, keep like mm. shit ready in terms of content. Yeah. I mean, in terms of uh, probably like, I don't know, song, joke. And if like, if, if someone told me this randomly as a topic, like, bro, I'm going to make this startup, I'll be like, this, this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Because you need content. How will you make money? Yeah. What, where is those going to come from? But apparently it's been, numbers are blowing up. People are downloading. But how is this guy making money? Who that, are the developers? That, that, that way, how is Spotify, Snapchat, anybody making, doing anything? Huh? Ads. Huh, yeah, but that eventually. Okay. Yeah. So well, like first four months. years was like some, you know, fairy tale mm. utopia. And there was no ads at on Snapchat, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Snapchat's so trashy with ads right now. You can't even skip some of them. Dude, and the stuff they have is like some back page tabloid type nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, even yeah. good content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. it is literally bad. It's it's horrendous. It's a, you've never seen Snapchat Discover? I gave up on Snapchat like a while back. Dude, when I came back to India, I gave up on it. There's a there's a thing called Snapchat Discover now. It's kinda of Instagram Discover. Dude, it's just horrible. It's pure nonsense, like low the worst content. Hmm. It's page three of page three. Huh. It's clickbait it's of page the page three of page three. What yeah. does that mean? Clickbait of the clickbait. Like. It's clickbait <laughs> of the clickbait. Yeah. Can't get any worse. It cannot get any worse. Like, yeah. You know it is not true, but you have hmm. to sometimes click it. Yeah. That's how bad clickbait it is and mm. it's just I mean it's just trash then. Mm. Inside you know this is bullshit. I'm not gonna get what I want out of this what I, out of this click. Yeah. But it's just ah okay fine. Let's click it. <laughs> ah Jesus Christ. Is that that's the exact reason yeah. any anything you'll have on Snapchat. Yeah. I keep sorry. No no go ahead. I, I keep it only to get an update on my friends, that's it. Mm. We just send snaps to each other every day. I uninstall Snapchat, I got two flight of it. Oh yeah? yeah? Yeah, yeah, I answered it a while back. But this be real thing just sounds interesting because mm. I I mean I'm sure content creators will figure out like a way to make content mm. even out of this. Mm. But you're saying that right now the app itself will send you a notification at a random point of time in the day. Yeah. Where you and it's, it's not it, the it, same time every and day. I think at least time zone wise it'll send to you and all everybody else who's in that same time zone. Okay, and everybody has to post. Everybody. If they don't, then you've missed the window. But you can still open your feed and presumably see what other people have posted. You don't have to post. But you can see from a problem solution perspective what they've done is they've put a barrier to being fake. Yeah. Or they've put a value to being real. Hmm. That, the other way yeah. you can say like that, yeah. How? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I can kind of see yeah. that. On Instagram, you have every opportunity in the world to be fake. There's no time restriction, nothing. You can construct an entire fake scenario, click it, post it, put some nonsense caption, which is what happens all the time. Yeah. Here, there's a barrier to Actually, it. Actually, here, I feel like they've created like a barrier to like perfectionism. Hmm. You, whatever you can get in those two minutes is whatever you can get. You yeah. can't go beyond that. And if you feel like, no, no, I don't want to show this, it's like, hey, then you're not being real. Yeah, because like yeah. even, <laughs> even like those Insta reels, the uh, dances that people record, mm-hmm. You don't see how many takes it got yeah, it yeah, took yeah. to get them to hit like every yeah. single beam. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sure it takes time. Yeah. Also, they probably are doing some uh, audio sync there. What do you mean? I mean, I don't know. They might be off sync the entire this thing. Hmm. And they would be like syncing the audio according to their steps and things like that. What will be. be interesting? Yeah, they definitely they put a filter, they edit yeah. the video, they might make a snap cut, speed it up. Yeah, yeah. We're not, you're not sure of all that unless you know what to look at. But with Be Real, it'll be inter- interesting to see how they build on features. Actually, I was just thinking of like one feature that they could mm. do which would be super interesting to me is like show you creators who have put up um, content within like a specific time frame mm. because that'll be geographically limited also, which mm. I guess is something Insta already does. Mm. But I guess this is a way to like narrow it down even more. Yeah. And it's, 
what I think the flaw is, I don't know how they'll get past this, but every, if I, everybody can only post once a day. Mm. Oh. Because see, it only comes once and after that you can't post. The app is only a feed after that time passes. So like, how that seems like an issue to me. Because I mean, is it really an issue though? Because I mean, unless your goal is like infinite growth. Hmm. I mean, that's everyone's goal now. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, dude. I really feel like these Gen Z guys have decided that fuck that shit. I don't know how long it'll ah. last. We'll see. Let them reach 28 now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, our entire group is now. Career. Career. <laughs> All this you can do. Okay, fine. I'll give you. Let's see. Baking yeah. gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, I mean, may, who knows? They might be the generation that decides, okay, like infinite growth, not for us. Mm. Although it's very, very unlikely. Yeah. But yeah, mm. if you want like infinite growth from one business, mm. I don't see how this works either. Because you want people to be on it as much as possible. Mm. Unless you have that many friends. And there's fewer content to put ads on. Yeah. Instagram story, one chick will have 40 dots. And then there's so yeah. much. Plus, I feel like content creators are also very, very, very few in numbers. Mm-hmm. How do you make this entertaining? Will people... We'll have to wrestle with the fact that huh. most of our time and most of our friends are pretty boring. Like, <laughs> I was imagining if I had this app, it would just be me in front of a computer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not doing anything interesting all the time. Probably in that two minutes, you'll have to decide hmm. every day to do something unique in front of the computer. Huh. Like, but I'm you don't know when it is. No, exactly. Whenever it comes, just have a huh. thought process. Be like, okay, today I'm just gonna randomly do, like probably what jumping jacks. Hmm. Dude, you know what? This app is already giving me mad BT. Why? Because I'm gonna be on like tender hooks, waiting for that notification to come in. Hmm. Probably. What if I'm in a meeting? Yeah. I definitely cannot post. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pull out my phone and be like, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Be right back, <laughs> Mr. S- Mr. CEO, sir. You want to be in this? Be real. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out for a minute <laughs> and then do some random shit <laughs> and come back. Say yes, sir. I'm back. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. To be fair, people must have shit on Insta also when it started. Yeah. Saying nobody's gonna post that many pictures. Oof, yeah. So oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they they're putting a bet that people want authenticity. They're betting on that. Yeah. Because actually, dude, I'm kind of sick of Insta's fake nonsense. Because like st- I don't even go through posts anymore. I only look at stories, mm. and then like I'm done. That's why my Insta is this. This I'm not gone with the intention of it being real. Just show me babes. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't care whether this is real or not. It's okay. My uh, medulla oblongata, whatever is being stimulated, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. That's it. I'm not expecting anything here more than that. That's actually a pretty smart way to go about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Same thing I did with Twitter. My Twitter is only comedy and sports. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, when I was on on Instagram, I used to do the two things. Hmm. Get the babes that you used to send uh. and explore a little more. Uh. And just see the stories of hmm. your friends. That's uh. it. That's it, yeah. Literally what I did. And the stories are people who are your friends only. So, yeah. you know, there is a... It's not like simply some random Hrithik Roshan story you're watching. Yeah. Yeah. But they serve so many fucking ads and stories also now. Dude, it's so many ads, bro. Yeah. Every third story, I see two ads. Hmm. Every third story. And like, it's the nonsense ads. Like, yeah. not rele- relevant to me That is all. the problem. Although, to be fair, it's also because I've turned off all personalization features across all platforms. That is. So, I guess I can't blame them for that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Have you heard of this uh, YouTuber, Drew Gooden? Drew what? Drew Gooden. Uh, I think you mentioned him. Before. Yeah, he's he does this series once in a while. It'll be like a 40-minute video. He'll be like, I can't stop buying Instagram ads. <laughs> 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 
he like he'll keep whatever ad he sees yeah as long as it doesn't look like an absolute utter scam he'll yeah. click on it and he'll buy it also wow. and he'll and he'll review it on his channel wow yeah and dude shockingly like let's say 30% are actually good products 30% that's a pretty good some one. of them are scam some of them are like this is the worst product of all time yeah. and 30% are actually like oh this is nice this is good which was surprising i thought i was expecting zero i thought all of them were useless i'm going to tangent on that huh. okay i'm going to go back to facebook for this okay huh. and this is something that my aunt showed me and i mean we know that facebook is now like for the elderly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. obviously yes so there are these ladies and shopkeepers so there are these ladies and shopkeepers uh-huh. who go live on facebook and show dress materials sarees and they put on a dress and they come and they show and then they show the multiple colors that they have and they take buy orders right then and there on the live on the freaking live wow so they confirm yeah i have confirmed i've got upi payment from this person we will ship it to you and you can send it back to them if it doesn't fit you so it's like a live auction it's a yeah. literally a live auction a digital auction it's a live clothes gallery that's how art works yeah, yeah. it's literally that huh. and uh, i was so intrigued and huh. i was like you know i want to see this so my aunt sent me videos huh. and she's literally there see this is my dress it has heavy uh, embroidery or whatever is uh-huh. called heavy heavy design here hmm. and dude this is not that costly it's like 1200 2500 and shit like that hmm. you can wear it literally once and then not even use it again huh. but if you had to go somewhere out it looks fancy for that one time huh. which is anyway how chicks buy for going out now yeah. it's a one time buy right <laughs> it's yeah. literally how they buy huh. and uh, it's so cool and and her aunt was telling me that they do it for all the other things also huh. I didn't go on Facebook uh-huh. live and marketplace to ch- verify this uh-huh. but I was just super intrigued like they go literally live and they have an auction not auction like they just have a rate card and they sell dude okay so my question with this is is it average people finding the potential in Facebook live or are these you know very good content creators who are using Facebook live which is no it's the uh, very average people right. and the stores Oh. I have another uh, sales channel that's it I didn't want to compliment Mark da hmm. I was hoping this is not the answer <laughs> wait sorry I missed this part can we go back to that no it's like I was wondering is it is it average people finding the potential in a platform like Facebook live or, or is it these are actually good content creators who are just you happen to use Facebook live and he's telling no it's like Facebook live is enabling this yeah the Facebook live is enabling this huh. so what they did they did two things okay the store employed somebody mm-hmm. to come and do this so that so wait ah okay it's it's a, it's a very similar so it is innovation it is innovation innovation has occurred it huh. has but it's occurred from the store side huh. he knew if he's going to stand or sit with like on toker of uh-huh. clothes and say madam ye le lo it's not going to work huh. he needs someone to put on the dress mm. and also sell that and also tell what is there it's like explain the explain the embroidery explain the dress explain the fit Dude, this is giving me a big nationalism boner. Mm. <laughs> because it's a huge one. No, because this this is exactly I feel the innovation that India needs to have. Like this is yeah. S- sitting there and being like uh, uh, Lauki Bengan, you know, all that is like a very Indian thing. It happens in other countries obviously, but it's yeah. a very Indian thing. Yeah, yeah. Innovate realizing that my audience is no longer where my voice can reach. It's yeah. all the people on the internet. So now that making that connection feels really nice to me. It's yeah. super cool, man. Uh. It's super cool. I mean I was so intrigued with this and I 
took two videos i watched it and then my i i asked my aunt to go on facebook and show uh-huh. her previous lives uh-huh. and i kept fast forwarding and things like that. and then she showed me the stuff that she bought from them uh-huh. and she, she was like it's so simple i'll google pay right now uh-huh. and she'll confirm the order on the live fuck she's just she's going to confirm it right then and there uh-huh. she that i've got it and if there any issues she'll say my team will get in touch with you okay and that guy sitting in the side is already getting in touch with this person mm and they resolve things like that do you know this is making me think that maybe mark is right about the whole metaverse thing after all <laughs> no! this is basically what i mean he for some reason is running behind the workplace meeting kind of nonsense uh. but like isn't this basically what the metaverse is supposed to be about you put on a pair of headsets or goggles hmm. and then you are transported to this reality where you see all these products and then you purchase them which is basically what's happening through facebook live Yeah. I I agree that's happening to Facebook live. I don't I don't know if that's the intention that this man is pushing <laughs> like VR behind. Mm. But I don't know it kind of seems that people are already like going there on their own anyway. Dude every person has a smartphone and a Facebook account. Like if you if, like That's actually true, I mean yeah. let, let's just take this for example. We may not be on that social media because we got bored. We have better things to do. We have better content. We're to too watch. cool and all. Yeah. It's very yeah, established. Yeah. <laughs> the the fraction huh. of us huh. is very small yes rest all of them they are on facebook too they want to connect with people on facebook when you said this i was wondering are we part of a very you know um, niche nose up you know being like yeah. facebook chi like no, we are. are we being too elite yeah yeah we are we are big snobby as fuck huh. yeah i'm not even on instagram Huh. I oh. mean to be fair I feel like the reason none of us are on Facebook is because none of us are on Facebook. Yeah, I think it's trash. The content on it is horrible. No, but the content on it is horrible because everybody else believes the content on it is horrible. So nobody's going on there and putting up mm. content. No, when I've gone I've not liked it. I have one for work and I have no friends. So like But that's the point, right? Huh. Like none of your friends are there. Yeah. Although actually you don't follow social media for friends. Instagram <laughs> no Twitter yes. Yeah, yeah but there also you mostly follow like personalities. Yeah, I don't have any social media where it's majority friends. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, then maybe the content is just trash. Yeah. But I am guessing a lot of selling is happening on Facebook. Yeah. Which is actually like like what every social media wants. Hmm. It's literally what every social media wants. Yeah, they want people to buy be buying and selling. And the worst part is they can uh, AB test other ideas on Instagram. Yeah. Some let's see what works here. Yes. Let's see what works here. Yes. WhatsApp business dude yeah. yeah actually i feel like they've got the entire social spectrum they have all the snobby elitist fucks on insta hmm. and they have everybody else on facebook yeah. and then they have everyone on and WhatsApp. then they have the kitchen sink on whatsapp yeah. like yeah dude you know that geomart uh, tied up or dotelines tied up with facebook right yeah yeah so they, i was yeah. not aware so now if you send a message to one of a specific number it'll take you to the geomart catalog that's hmm. a grocery grocery section catalog mm. and you can just order from there and pay from that and it'll come home i mean taking whatsapp business to the next level literally mm. putting it in your kitchen kitchen sink literally putting it there and i think a lot of facebook tech is powering like a lot of geo features like the other day i tried to cancel my geo connection mm-hmm. because um i was moving out and they don't uh, provide mm-hmm. geo service here Dude so I I was getting frustrated cuz like when I went to their website they told me I had to send them an email and if I send them an email they said I had to send them a WhatsApp message 
So finally, I just started WhatsApping their chatbot, whatever their GOK number, which is a chatbot. Mm. Okay. Dude, their chatbot is super fucking advanced. It's crazy. Damn. Like I was talking to it like a normal human being, mm. and I was getting like very, very detailed, accurate responses. Okay. Like I got everything I wanted, and usually you know how most chatbots are like, there's like a script. Yeah, 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 yeah. This doesn't have a script. Okay. It can actually understand whatever I'm trying to say. I I know it doesn't seem super advanced because of everything we've seen come out, mm. but for me to see that in the context of a chatbot with Geo, that's fucking amazing, bro. Mm. I was like, yeah, here's how I can cancel it, and here's how I can be done with it. I have a point to add here. Mm. So one of my colleagues, he's from a Geo, so that's the. Ah, uh, uh, the e-commerce retail e-commerce brand, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously now we we are like a little smaller company, so the num the bandwidth of engineers are like obviously uh, very less. <laughs> okay. So I asked him, you know, you know, like because it's Ajio and Geo Mart and some of those features. Mm-hmm. What's your ba- what what was your bandwidth that you had there? He's like it was infinite. I'm sorry. It was infinite. <laughs> we wanted to build something. It got built. We never had to think about bandwidth. Crazy. We wanted something. They bought companies. I mean, <laughs> to no. be that big to do that. Huh. <laughs> Kaye is a businessman, dude. Yeah. yeah. If he can sell it, he'll build the fuck out of mm. it. Dude, the only thing he had to do, he knew tier two cities, tier three cities, and anyone in metro cities who, you know, wants to go to stores also, mm. they like the GeoMart experience. Mm. The app is trash. Okay. They just give them a bloody catalog on WhatsApp. Huh. It's gonna be so much easier. Why do they want to download shit now? I mean, that's getting to the customer in one click. And then they have enough time to cut WhatsApp out of it later, in case they want to. Why? Know. No, because the don't doesn't. Presumably, WhatsApp takes a cut, right? Yeah, I'm but sure they do. If you do payments through WhatsApp, I'm sure they'll take a cut. If they do payments through UPI, also any car transaction, yeah. they take a cut. I anyways. think this works out for Geo better. Mm-hmm. Dude. And I think Facebook has vested interest, right? They've, yeah. they Facebook's have invested in them. In, I'm, in Geo, yeah. and I'm sure a lot. There's no way to prove this, but I'm sure a lot of Geo's tech is also backed by Facebook, so they don't for have to sure. invest as much in tech. I just realized how creepy it is that Facebook is in cahoots with Geo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, it wasn't even Geo. Like before that, Facebook tried this whole thing of coming into India through a phone, which they were providing. A Facebook like, phone. Yeah. 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 They were providing at super low cost. Yeah. But with the limitations that you could only browse certain websites on the browser. That was free data or something like that. Yeah, you yeah, never yeah. had to pay yeah. for data. Okay. But they would keep you within their walled garden. Huh. So basically, the government told them to fuck off, huh. and now they came back with Geo, with Reliance, basically. Huh. So it's the Reliance network, and they're going to have Reliance phones. I mean, I think Google and Reliance are bringing out Google phones for Reliance, which are going to be five G enabled, and Facebook is definitely getting that data because they have interest yeah. there and some kind of tech there. As far as uh, Illuminati, Deus Ex video game goes. That means Ambani and Mark were in the same room at some point talking about all this. Of yeah, course, sure. of course. Jesus. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it's that bad, though, is it? Dude, I mean, India is already like there's no freedom of speech in the surveillance state. Oh, you mean? Yeah, it's yeah, plus, yeah. Plus, you know, non-domestic interest in yeah. the telecom infrastructure is very concerning. Yeah and, yeah, and the government wants to start tracking your voice over LTE. Your WhatsApp, oh no, yeah, your internet callings mm. through any kind of application mm. and internet messaging also. That is a new thing that they put up. And then companies have to make the call, being like, okay, fine, fuck it, we won't work in India, we won't give you this backdoor. 
but how many will no, yeah. this is what the market is yeah. we have fucking 1.4 billion people hmm. and 60 to 65 percent of them are 4g enabled nobody's gonna say that hmm. there's no one gonna say that they're gonna just say like okay we will bend over for you hmm. thank you take all our customers data even though it's not lawful yeah hmm. yeah this point i guess all you can say is it is what it is it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is i think you just get shirts made man <laughs> i just pray to god i have not looked at the code base but i sure hope vpns work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm sure vpns work yeah i read about uh, i saw one short video about how a256 encryption works aes256 aes256 seems <laughs> Yeah, I don't understand anything, but <laughs> <laughs> looks like it's pretty locked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like the latest stuff a lot of people are using, uh-huh. right? AES-256. Yeah, it was some complicated shit. Some 15 layers of fuckery, like to hide something. <laughs> Who provides that? Which are the service providers? No, no, no. I mean, it's just like an encryption algorithm. It's just a thing you can also do. It's, just, yeah. it's open source. It's an open source algorithm. It's, a ma- it's math. It's Let's yeah. do it. It's it's a step by step instruction of how to fuck your messages up so nobody possible can read it except one person. Yeah. Who you want to send it to? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean most people provide that now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. It's very common. It's, it's not like some it's like not like some advanced yeah, shit. Even mm-hmm. on WhatsApp says it's end to end encrypted that's probably what they're doing. Mm. Oh wow. Oh that's that's pretty cool then. Mm. Yeah. Separate But from that WhatsApp uses the signal protocol now. WhatsApp uses a signal protocol. Yeah, like your company mean? Signal. Yeah, they have they, a protocol. They they have a protocol for sending encrypted messages. WhatsApp uses exactly that. Nice. And that bans that sig- the signal protocol is open source. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means mark not all bad. Ha, huh, WhatsApp is encrypted. Is from what I can tell. Yeah. WhatsApp is encrypted. But government can get all data. That I'm not sure because No, of course they can. No, not necessarily. No, that's the problem because if the encryption is to be believed, then there shouldn't be a way for the government to get it. Yeah. it cannot be possible mathematically it can't be possible so okay i don't know i i might be mistaken here mm-hmm. so one of my okay this just he was talking about it so he he was basically uh, selling our product mm-hmm. in pakistan uh-huh. for unilever pakistan okay okay and he got a call from the cops saying mm-hmm. that why are there so many calls and messages to pakistan mm-hmm. why are there so many calls and messages to pakistan uh-huh. like he got and there were whatsapp messages uh-huh. to pakistan So he's getting they're getting the data like the government oh, is they, getting that data the indian gov- he some the indian government was like concerned about it yeah the the cops called him and asked him oh no 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 hold on they know that there are messages going between india and pakistan but do yeah. they know the content of those messages because that's the whole point of the encryption so i'm guessing the person who called him wouldn't uh-huh. but there would be someone else sitting in a back room dark office it should be theoretically possible to see that messages have been sent Yeah, but okay. what the messages are is not possible. No. Yeah, no. but you're saying that you think it's possible that they can see the messages. Yeah. Nah, dude. I I feel like it's very unlikely. Like because I'm sure Facebook has some way within themselves to read encrypted messages. Hmm. Because there is no company on earth I feel like which would possibly opportunity to that to do that, and the only company I know of is Signal. That okay. They yeah. themselves don't have the option to read the messages. But I know even in the US, like the government agencies, all expect these companies to have like a backdoor provided. Hmm. Hmm. They Makes expect sense. they expect that to be available. 
No, it was it's even it was even scarier than that. You remember when the whole Apple thing happened? Yeah, yeah. When FBI was like, uh, "Give us the back door because yeah, we, yeah. because we we have this phone that's evidence in a in a case." Yeah. yeah. And we want to break into it, and Apple refused. Yeah. And then the the FBI broke into it. Yeah. How did they break into it? They already had a way to break. Very good question. Oh, they just had a way. They already had a way. They were trying to go. They didn't want. They didn't want to reveal that they had a way. Yeah. Damn. That is the other concerning part. There's a lot of fuck shit happening. So imagine if that's happening, that's happening here, bro. Hmm. Let's be honest. Even if it if it's anything related to Pakistan, hmm. it's happening. No, they could break into the phone because I am guessing they had physical access to the phone. Probably. Yeah. I think it's less likely. Yeah, physical can, access is required. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, I, yeah, I don't think. Plausible. I think it's still very hard to read like WhatsApp encrypted messages. I don't think it's that easy. And the thing is, it would it it doesn't need to be either or. The yeah. AE AE two fifty six AES two fifty six might be secure, but in between the end to end process, something might be a weakness, and they're getting in through that. Possible, but Could I don't think it's mm. a guarantee. I have no idea. Yeah, mm. there's no way we'll ever answer this question because yeah. there's no way the government will ever come out and say, "Yeah, we can do this." Mm. True, they'll never accept it. True, and it, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm going to understand the encryption to even try to break it. No, it's not possible to at least by the standard of the computers we have today. I think it would take so long to break the encryption; it won't be worth it. Yeah, the two limitations when something is is AES two fifty six encrypted. If you brute forced it, yeah, okay. Even if you went two three levels higher than brute force, like some extra algorithmic nonsense, yeah, yeah, it would still take the heat death of the universe to to crack it. Wow. Yeah. The, there's not enough energy in the universe for it to last that long that you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. like the standards of the computers, I mean, someday we might have a quantum computer that could do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. But right now, there's nothing. Okay. Cool. Current supercomputers would the universe would end before it it cracked it. Okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Hmm. I yeah. believe you. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in simple yeah. English. I'll believe you. Speaking of like uh, fuck shit, no. Dude, like, uh, it was in the evening. Okay, I think on a weekday or Friday maybe, and my dad calls me. Okay. And suddenly he starts telling me like a bunch of stuff. Okay. He's like, "Have you heard about all this news?" And one thing is like he talked about Iran, what is going on with that, yeah. the hijab protest and yeah, all that, yeah. and they've shut down internet and WhatsApp. Yeah. Then he told me that interest rates and all are up and whatever. Yeah. And then I I didn't even see it on Twitter. It, it maybe happened one week back. This call with my dad happened one week ago, but like. Were you guys aware that the Chinese gov- like army has taken over the country? What? I didn't know that. What? Yeah. Wait, they've taken over China. Yeah, as a, and Xi Jinping is under house arrest by the army. What? Yeah. This is all over Twitter. And my dad also called me about it. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know because he was he was basically calling me to tell me like there might be like an economic downturn coming real soon. No, yeah. there is that that is huh. very that probable. Is huh. Also, uh, I. Got some news relating to this China thing, but I never. I, it it wasn't this. Hmm. Like it was, like all international flights and all that have been cancelled in and out of China. Wow. Yeah. Fuck, dude! I didn't hear anything about hmm. this. After my dad said, I opened Twitter and then it was all over Twitter. I saw a bunch of oh. hashtags and all. Let me check. And the issue is, no one knows what's going on. No one knows what the army wants, why they did this, whose side they're on. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, they are a close economy, close political. Yeah, but who knows what they want? Like, do they want an open economy? Are they worse than Xi Jinping? Like, I don't know. That's what. That that's scary, you know. <laughs> but there was also a news. I think last week that 
the people like you know the housing bubble over there right? yes. like people ah, they have they are like yeah. unconstructed and semi constructed houses yeah just and insane pe- amount of loans yeah. going to these building companies and people yeah. have invested their people have bought it yeah. but the house is not complete yeah so the news was that pe- these people just went and started staying in those buildings okay dude where are you seeing this because all i've seen on the, for the past week on reddit at least has just been positive news about china oh on reddit oh, yeah it's the uh, on it's twitter the government <laughs> I don't know like I didn't see anything. And uh, I feel like most of the accounts I follow they would have been post talking about this and some of them would have probably been like over the moon about this. So even I'm kind of curious to read about this now. Yeah, it's like it was at least on the day my dad called me there was a bunch of hashtags and all that. And mm-hmm. I think Philip DeFranco also mentioned it but obviously no one knows anything. There's another thing my my dad was telling. Huh. You remember uh, when my dad visited here you were talking you were talking about shipping prices yeah 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 so what he was telling was i, I forgot what year it was but shipping used to be like $1000 per container or 1200 he was selling then then it started bubbling like all the the chinese mm-hmm. uh, shipping companies made a cartel and then put whatever fucking price they want you yeah. fucking pay it it went up to 2000 3000 4000 it was 10000 yeah it it was about 10 12000 yeah, sometime back it was that like 3 months back and yeah. then and then he was saying it affects his job because this is directly what he's doing okay so like and then it started dropping it started dropping to 8000 it hovered around 5000 for a little bit and yeah. then now it is 600 damn it's 600 dollars a container and he was telling me no one knows he and i and not anybody else has any idea why it dropped they don't understand it just plummeted hmm. oh shit so there's yeah. like shit going down which something is happening like <laughs> it might not all be connected yeah yeah but it's just But I mean, to be honest, hmm. the Indian newspapers—it's all rosy, positive news about the Indian economy, oh, which okay. isn't really true. Uh, like, I don't know what to make of it. I, I don't know whether it's doing well. Do people think it's doing well? What is the scene? I, I think just—I think people are, people think it's doing well, and they want people to think it's doing well. Okay, but uh, what do you think? It's not. It's not doing that great. Really? It's not doing that great. Okay. Manufacturing is down. Exports are down. Hmm. Service is decent. Hmm. Every other company is going into cost cutting and saving their own like customers right now and staying with the current customers. I had heard about this. The yeah. company is going into cost cutting more. At least in the tech world. I think especially in the tech world. No, especially like in the oh, US, okay. actually. Especially hmm. in the US. And hence we are downstream. Hence because because okay. a lot of Indian tech companies, a lot of con- agencies, they have clients. Yeah, yeah. Most their main. They serve people abroad. That's their bread and yeah. butter. Hmm. And now that their customers find it difficult for them to pay, or they don't have enough sales for them to expand things like that, uh, or at least actually for the Indian tech companies, that would be good news if US companies have less money to spend, because then more projects will come here. No, they have less less money coming in from the products that they sell. Huh. So there's less development overall happening. Okay, there's less work to be done. Less work to be done, and these guys thrive that on th- projects. That'll fuck India. <laughs> there's <laughs> less. India. If there's less work to be done, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> so now, if there's less work to be done, there are these ten of them who would be like even more cutthroat competition for those very few projects. Oh, that's the so you can serve your country's economy, mm. but how much are they going to pay? These guys pay in dollars. We fuck. pay in rupees. Yeah. Can fuck. we afford it? is the question yeah and de- so you all also definitely have heard like there's going to be a massive economic crash coming Dude, my entire company's mm. second half focus mm. is cost cutting so that the half of the dev effort mm. goes into optimizing what we currently have to cut costs okay uh-huh. uh like half of the effort goes into like just optimizing that uh-huh. 
uh, another 25-30% goes only to serve current customers because uh-huh. we don't want to lose them ever. Yeah. And because there's competition in the market. Uh-huh. And the rest of it is new. Is like if you can afford the new. Okay. And if you and and how new? Basically, you need to justify it, saying that I have this much revenue part mm. for the like you know I will get this much kind of mm. revenue. See, from a product sense, it makes sense. You build something, you need to sell it. Mm-hmm. You need to have some kind of vision that there will be some someone to buy it, mm-hmm. right? But here, it is the other way around that you have like in the sense you build something for. 50% of your bandwidth or 60% of your bandwidth and do the rest of everything else. Okay. So this is like literally a U-turn on how it normally functions. And uh, all news in India, like coming back to that conversation, oh. all news in India is just so rosy. Oh. It's like, yeah, everything is good, but it's okay, RBI will increase little rate here. Everything <laughs> else is good. <laughs> we are the best economy in the world right now because we are growing at about huh. 7.5%. Huh. <laughs> wasn't wasn't it more than 10 at one point yeah yeah it was it was some 12 or something uh-huh. but that was because the entire world also was growing okay. at that time okay and now entire world is on single digits and minuses and we're mm. we still at seven mm. that's a good thing but I, we have we just have a lot of people i don't know how good it is the seven is not that good for a country like india especially because our gdp is still not that high yeah our percentage growth should be way higher actually yeah. per capita gdp is, is utter nonsense yeah so a percentage yeah. should actually be way higher than seven i don't know what the percentage is but seven sounds really low seven point something mm. fuck yeah so but i feel like we always have this thing in india where the economy is like Everybody keeps saying it's. Uh, it sounds like the economy is doing well, but then the reality is that the economy is just not doing well. Because uh-huh. I remember having the same conversation one year ago, two years ago, uh-huh. three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the same conversation is continuing this year. Hmm. I remember having the same conversation with you. Yeah, like one or two years ago. You was also inflation is happening. Yeah, <laughs> inflation. Yeah. But there, I think they still they haven't confirmed that they're going to be hiking the interest rates yet, right? I think that I mean I've heard. Or has it already been decided? I feel like I heard it already happened a little bit. They yeah, did hike it. Was, uh, no, they hiked it once, but apparently now they're deciding whether to hike it again or whether to mm. go back into uh, what is it printing. I think my dad definitely oh, yeah. said they hiked it once. Mm. So he was yeah. saying there'll be less money in the economy and hence, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they already printed so much, so uh-huh. let that money get absorbed by high interest rates. It's fine. Mm. Okay. You, it needs to get absorbed. That's when the inflation will come down. That's the only way. If they print more, inflation is going to go up. There's going to be no control, mm. anyways. So we have to like just rug it out a year or two. But I've been hearing that for ten years. Yeah, because <laughs> even the investing subreddits I follow, all of them are like, "Dude, we have no idea what the fuck is going to happen." Because huh. everybody's so confident they're going to hike the infl- inflation, the interest rates. Mm. They're like, they're not going to hike the interest rates now <laughs> because everybody's convinced they're going mm. to. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess we'll find out in like another few weeks. Or I months. feel the since two thousand eight. Yeah, it's just been a ticking. Time nothing has felt the same. Like it's just, <laughs> and then there was slightly maybe maybe college because I was oblivious. Yeah. Everything was fine. Then Trump came twenty sixteen. <laughs> 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 I think yeah, two thousand twelve to twenty sixteen was the best four years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's a strong case to be made that it was 2012-2016 was the Earth's peak, <laughs> if not the 90s. 
To be fair, yeah, I think I've always agreed with you, but there have been quite a few people who yeah. would always disagree and say like, no, dude, India's economy is doing well. Mm. But like, the longer this conversation goes on, the f- less confident I am yeah. about either of those <laughs> opinions. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, innovation is born through scarcity. But it can get a lot more scarce. <laughs> I know. Is what we need to it's consider. It's not that scarce yet. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, I meant that yeah. if it gets yeah. much... If it goes like... Y'all ever see Germany? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> in the 90s, yeah, 10s. <laughs> also, they had another bailout in Germany, bro. What do you mean oh, bailout? Oh, yeah. They, they had that. They had their Lehman Brothers moment except they bailed the bank out. Oh, was that Germany or England? No, it was in German. Germany. Oh, okay. And England oh, also had something similar, but... Their oldest bank or something. Bank of England bailed someone out. Uh-huh. Dude, I think for Germany, it was I think the oldest oil company or maybe bank. I don't know. One of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think bank or something. Someone bailed out somebody. But government bailed them out. Yeah, and it was the biggest bailout in, in history. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. World economy, burning. Oh, sure. We are sitting in a room. Hmm. Chilling. Yeah. <laughs> what else are we going to do? It, it is what it is. It is. <laughs> Dude, honestly, at moments like this, like as an individual, all you can do is just like laugh about it and say, fuck, what else to do now? I agree. Maybe I never should have cared, but at least no one can tell us that y'all haven't been through shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this is what my sixth recession will still find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Two downturns, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> we had to turn off the lights and sit because of Cargill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but actually, this is probably a good point to talk about the urban poor thing you were gonna talk about. Oh yeah. I still don't know what that means. Yeah. Urban it po- looks like we're all going to be urban poor soon. Yeah. So I want to know what I'm getting. No, into. I mean, I don't think we are urban poor. I oh, don't okay. think we come in the definition oh, of not? urban okay, poor. Okay, that's interesting. Then yeah. who are you talking about? Uh, at least from what I uh, what do you say, understood, uh-huh. it is someone who lives very lavishly, Okay. but literally lives hand to mouth. Oh, that sounds like a lot of people in Bangalore. That's me only. That <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I meant. That, that's what I meant. No, that does sound like us. I mean, to a certain extent, okay, yes. Dude, I think that's the majority of our generation. Yeah, and that's the majority of Bangalore. Yeah. I only recently in the last three months have savings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, uh, do stocks count? Yeah. Yeah, Okay, then, then I've been saving. Okay, cool. You're not urban poor. Okay. Dude, no, I feel like most people in Bangalore, like, they live hand to mouth out of choice. Not out of desperation. No. What? I don't think they live out of choice. I think they live that way out of choice. A lot of them. Have you seen the pubs around? Oh. They're full. 
in the week they're full. You know, that's what I'm saying. They're choosing to live that way out of choice. Oh yeah, yeah, they're choosing to live. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought oh, it was sorry. a choice that. I th- oh yeah, yeah, they're choosing to live that. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Wait, what? I'm confused now. <laughs> no, no, no. So, do I, I have a so they're not choosing is what we decided. <laughs> yeah, you they are choosing not to choose actually. Yeah, I thought you're telling that. They're choosing to say it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is their choice and they're choosing to live like that. Yeah. It is, it's a very valid choice. Dude, I honestly feel like half these like luxury cars in Indranagar are all on fucking credit. So this is a commentary on people's decision to show wealth when they don't actually have it. Yeah, is what to is live issue. on credit cards, to live like... So urban poor is a mentality, it's a vibe. It's a yeah. vibe. Okay. <laughs> it's a vibe. It's a flex. It's, the, it's a flex, uh, literally. It's when you're dripping so hard, the money's falling out of your out pockets. Out of your pockets. Yeah. 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 That's urban poor. Yeah, dude, that's like half of Bangalore. Bro, have you seen how many people drink in the city on the weekends and the amount they drink it's mm. fucking insane dude I went out last night uh. I didn't pay the bill okay let's just be to someone's street mm. uh, there were only three people including me and after like an hour there were only two people mm. okay and the bill was five and a half k okay that's not bad at all by Bangalore standards yeah that's not bad yeah. it's actually fucked but it's not that bad by Bangalore standards no but I'm just saying huh. that you as a person oh wait that's 2300 bucks what 2300 if it's split among you would pay 2000 basically from your I side. didn't pay anything I mean if you had to split it three ways yeah. you would have paid 2000 that's but a I, lot for a no idea. one second uh. I didn't eat and, and I didn't eat and drink anything I I ate like I shared fries how that's the it. fuck I just shared fries so the restaurant is all liquor liquor and like two three dishes of food I mean depends where you guys went Still, but where do you guys go? Uh, someplace in Kormangla, the beer beer library or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, I mean, fine. That's kind it, of like a fancy place. I it, think. it might might be like huh. every drink might be for like five hundred bucks and things. Like that. Every dish might be fine. But the difference is, yeah, I mean, first of all, you wouldn't pay. Second of all, even if you did, you have savings. <laughs> so that is different. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not open poor. That's not what I'm saying. Huh. I'm just saying the mentality at that point being like, yeah, like five hundred is fine. Okay. It's fine. By the end of the month, I'll have very little. But next month, I'll just do the same thing. And the month after that, I'll do the exact same thing. And I will buy another iPhone. And I will uh-huh. like pay that much rent to stay here. Because I want to stay there. Mm. And then be like, okay, I'm also probably going to take a car on loan. And then probably take a phone on EMI. Probably take like go shopping every month. Buy like the latest shit. Uh, go out of I mean, that mentality of that lifestyle is what urban poor is. Right? But isn't that what consumerism and what holds up like the economy is? Kind of. I mean, it's not supposed to hold up the economy. You're supposed to have savings to make really big investments. Like, you can twist the knobs of capitalism and make people buy whatever you want. Yeah. But if you want to be successful as a country and not just make money for your family in the short term, you should turn the knobs in a way that people are doing this for a house. Yeah. For a piece of property, for something that becomes generational wealth. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So yeah, I don't see that happening in India at all. Mm-hmm. No, in this current generation, uh-huh. like, what? either they have generational wealth and they're doing this, then I feel, okay, go for it. Like, literally blast your entire salary in one day, also, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But if you don't really have that and you're living that way and you're living on credit cards eventually, mm-hmm. that that is a bad decision. When the Soviet Union fell and India's wipe 
you know vibe check happened yeah, yeah, i was like yeah. what kind of country they want to be yeah. this was bound to this was bound to appear at some phase right yeah when we opened yeah. up our economy and the, the second time and became more up, consumerist yeah. jeans started showing up more we did that we did that twice so twice huh? yeah we did that twice huh? i think till 1991 the second one was in 1991 where we really opened it up okay. quite a bit for the first half after independence right we had a lot of goods that we produced mm-hmm. we manufactured mm-hmm. and we sold into our economy mm-hmm. the tech was shit okay because we we weren't getting too much yeah yeah and that's when maruti and suzuki came into a partnership mm-hmm. where maruti was 51% uh-huh. and suzuki was 49 because uh-huh. they couldn't be in a complete partnership so suzuki would get tech here uh-huh. and they would start selling and that's why maruti and suzuki like have a huge market share right uh-huh. now by the way because at that point they got the tech here okay, okay. That's when they slowly started opening the economy. The uh-huh. first time they opened it is when they allowed people like this to come. And so even then, they had that super socialist rule of like you can't socialist. have majority stake here. You yeah, have you to take Bharat Benz. For the for the, yeah for the longest time, you couldn't have a majority mm-hmm. stake, and still in some certain industries you can't. Uh, and then they slowly started opening it up and started becoming like a partial capitalist, still a socialist kind of economy because mm-hmm. our culture itself mm-hmm. is a little more social. Is 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 that socialism exists in our culture? We have a lot more. close knit communities hmm. we have a lot more connections to our relatives uh, and things like that so we decided that we will open it up but not to that extent so then 1991 we were forced to open it up to a certain extent because i mean we now foreign exchange reserves and we had to take a loan and mm-hmm. we had to open up our market to foreign companies but we still said we will close certain industries hmm. and we will slowly open them up them up and that's that's when like fdi and retail and stuff like that happened back in Uh, 2015 16 mm-hmm. that's when uh, 100% uh, 100% owned retail could come in that's when walmart came in before mm-hmm. it was v- before it was walmart and some other group had a partnership okay and then walmart came in 100% ikea is in hyderabad no mm-hmm. but ikea came in 100% okay okay i, I pro- probably before that they didn't but walmart when they first entered the indian market they had uh, something cash and carry walmart cash and carry or metro ca- no not metro some other cash and carry mm-hmm. stores a lot was not india and there they had 49% stake and mm-hmm. an indian company had 51% and when they changed the rule where retail in retail industry could cut like everyone could just come come in this went in bought bought flip card so the decision i suspected at some point would have to be made to cut that cord yeah but uh, did they do it for the correct reasons like do they feel we can compete now globally i don't think yeah so. <laughs> i mean in certain so that's what the that's what the slow open was hmm. saying that we will protect our industries till we can compete And then slowly open it up. That's why he said forty nine fifty one. Pasha, is it now? I, I don't know. To be fair, I feel like we're only really competing with China. Yeah. Because most of our uh, economy is built on manufacturing and, and services to services. a certain degree. Do But even services like. There's like four or five really big companies, uh, and in services, I think we'll fuck China because they just don't know English. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, But manufacturing, manufacturing, they're fucking us up. Dude, I'll. Sorry. Okay. No, dude. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because th- they have a lot of automation, but their prices are actually higher than us. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you another thing. Mm-hmm. So my uncle, he owns like a paper manufacturing, uh, manufacturer, basically, company. Mm-hmm. So when he was uh, getting a machine for retail, you know, for like for cups and for cookies and cakes and breads, you have mm-hmm. these molds, right? Mm-hmm. Paper molds. So to make that, you need like a specialized machine. Okay. Okay. The specialized machine has certain brass uh, molds. Uh-huh. Okay, which can be made once. Uh-huh. Okay, and the entire machine is pretty costly. 
Okay. From Italy, the machine is about 10-15 crores. Mm-hmm. From China, the exact same machine, but obviously the components are not brass and they are other material. It's about 70 lakhs, 60 lakhs, 50 lakhs. Okay. And you would use that for about five years and throw the entire machine. Okay. As compared to buying the 10 crore machine and then spending on each of those molds, spending ah. brass molds, mm-hmm. you like just buy this, use it, doesn't work, change the mold, doesn't work, throw the machine. Hmm. That's a much cheaper decision. And for me, I wanted to fix something here. I wanted to make something to find someone in in India. Hmm. I couldn't find for two years. Hmm. And when he found someone to make those molds and it's very specialized, he had to book a cab for that guy to come to his office. On phone, he said, yeah, you can book me a cab and I'll come at this time. Mm-hmm. And he booked him a cab. He came to his office. He spoke. Turned out he was a very nice guy. But still, then he had to book a cab for him to go back home. Mm-hmm. No, but why are you emphasizing this part? I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. So these molds, huh. I'm going to come to that. These molds uh, are pretty specialized. Uh-huh. Okay. So in the industry, the things of China, when they have these manufacturing outlets, in these manufacturing districts, they have a centralized building mm-hmm. where only these molds are made. Okay. And they have specialized engineers mm-hmm. only for this. Mm. So what China did was, they educated everyone just to become like really good engineers to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's where they accept. Service, yes, we would. Manufacturing, I don't know. No, bro. Our manufacturing is mostly built on like cheaper costs. Yeah. We're not trying to compete with them on automation. Like for example, there is almost no electronics manufacturing where we could beat China at. Yeah, there is. Because most of it is automated. But something that's a little more manual labor driven like textile. Yeah. There are people who come to India. Ours is cheaper by more than the margin that's usually expected, is it? It's like cheap enough that people are willing to come to India over China. Which okay. is what really matters. Yeah. I don't know what the percentage is. Like if I had to put a number, I'd maybe say maybe like 15-20%. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. But what's happening there is like, see the good side of automation is that what China has is like very specialized automation. Mm. So certain fabrics, certain styles, certain things, they can do really, really well, mass mm. scale, very fast. Yeah. But anytime you need like variability, I guess there's no generalized automation yet because at that point you basically need some form of like general intelligence, yeah. which mm. I guess people are working on now. But yeah services i'm guessing we have we beat them because of the language thing yeah manufacturing i don't feel like with we are terrible no we aren't terrible but yeah i mean cinema is right like they that's what the backbone of our economy is built on but i feel like right now that's struggling which is yeah, why yeah. people don't typically bring that up and they don't talk about like the export deficit no one talks about that very rarely you'll hear it yeah you hear it in like a financial times newspaper like something that as a layman like i don't know if it is a deficit i'm like cool but like what is the consequences like what is the you issue? don't give a fuck so mm-hmm. basic consequences are that whatever we trade uh, we are very dependent on certain things mm-hmm. for the, from the outside economy right mm-hmm. we pay in dollars yeah so if you have a deficit we need to still keep borrowing so actually we should be outstripping in, in uh, imports by so much that we can afford those dollars yes. because we are selling so much in rupees yes literally but there's an export deficit yeah there's a deficit yeah and that sounds yes. like a problem though. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a problem for a while <laughs> like there's more outflow of capital money from india than there is like inflow because Yikes. of this also that 
keeping that aside we have something called forex reserves mm-hmm. we have reserve dollars kept mm-hmm. right and we have a good amount and that obviously is depleting a little now it's depleting little by little mm-hmm. okay the only way we get more is by doing like in like uh, infrastructure projects for like probably bangladesh sri lanka and things like that and then we go and help with some other trade with some other country they'll all pay in dollars okay we'll get project money for all of that mm-hmm. dollars but still our core trade is, is has always been in a deficit at least uh, independent india I, apparently this is one of the reasons why a lot of companies not a lot of companies you remember there was this whole issue where suddenly like no indian debit cards were working with uh, companies like amazon yeah spotify or i think you had to they stopped it so that you could reapply for it to be recurring this is the reason they did that to oh. prevent like uh, an export a massive export deficit because people were spending so much on these services and did it all they become like realizing. an auto debit uh. so then they were like okay we need to stop that mm. damn force people now if you notice there's still a lot of websites or for the longest time there were a lot of websites where they couldn't charge you like a recurring payment yeah yeah even spotify it used to be seamless i should just yeah. not think about it yeah now it's like hey we couldn't charge you then i have to go to the account i'll be like fuck it i'll do upi right now yeah whereas it before it just i would just get a message Yeah, that you were charged and this amount has been debited. Yeah. Apparently, that's one of the reasons they did that. I mean, it could be they said security reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know what that means. Security reasons. Yeah, even I don't know what that means. Yeah. Damn. But it is what it is. You know what, Shami? I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to stop? Yeah. Yeah. All right, audience. That's another episode of The Spin Zone. <laughs> we'll uh, see you all next week. Love you bye.